Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're starting to make a habit of this, where Tom is nowhere to be found when the show starts. So I'm just here doing it. The wife, I'm sure you know by this time, I've been helping out for a while. Marianne Fitzmore is here. Tom, at some point, let's just, you know, see how long that will be. It's just like, you know, we need to put an APB out for him. Anyway, he was cutting some spots. He'll be in when he gets here. In the studio with me, I have the Murrays who are, have an interesting story. They brought some wine called Flambeau Wine, which is a perfect name if you're from New Orleans. And I know Jan. That's Art. Y- Art. Oh, I'm sorry. Art. Okay. And you are? Patty. Patty. Art and Patty Murray. And uh, we've been talking off the, off the air for a while. And they have a very interesting story dating back to Mahoney's as part of this story. Uh, they're a family of attorneys. They now uh, make wine in California. We, we were so busy talking, we didn't even do that. You have to pull the mics up to you. And also, you need a headset. I'm sorry. Okay, there you go. Um, I'm sorry, Ron, to make you get up. And Tom will be in at some point, do you think? <laughs> I hope so. Anyway, uh, you're in town for a family wedding, right? Was that right? That's right. Yes. That's right. Yes. Okay, well, whoever got married, congratulations to them. Uh, this weekend, my, my daughter, actually. No. Yeah, it's, I know, it's hard. No. Yeah. Are they getting married at eight now? <laughs> uh, she's, she's 24. Okay, you're obviously much older than you look. Uh, I'm figuring on you being like 30. 44. Oh, my gosh. Well, you look good, too. So, you know, it runs in the family. But, I mean, you know, I, your yeah. daughter got married. Uh, yes, she's getting married on, on Saturday. Oh, she's not married yet. Okay. Yeah, actually, right after this, we have to run to the rehearsal, so it's going to be a little crazy. Oh, so Lisa really scheduled you guys tightly, huh? Yeah. Would it have been, you know, because when I think you guys had done this scheduling with Tom months ago, and I was just looking for something else in my email today, and I went, oh, no, is this today? So, um so I, if we didn't have to do it, but I'm glad you're here because I want to taste your wine. Anything named Flambeau is is great. I hope you did bring a corkscrew. I did. In fact, I opened them so we would just be ready to Oh, roll. okay. All right. Well, I've gone and cleaned these glasses that still look pretty okay. And uh, we're going to taste some wines here. So tell us about, tell us, let's give, do the backstory. Okay. So you started out in New Orleans. Yes. Uh, New Orleans all my life. My family's been in New Orleans all, my mom, all her life. She's here with me. Uh, multi-generational owners. So uh, my mom and dad and my wife and I. And uh, and we um, just decided to start making wine in sort of a, a grand adventure and a little bit of insanity. And uh, in about 2014 was our first vintage. So it's been all the way back since then. 
I don't think it's insanity to want to go be a winemaker in California. I think that's a fantasy. Most it's most people's fantasy. The ones who do it, you know, it, from the beginning was it. Tom, would you like your chair, or would you? I, I've never had my chair oh, here you before. Go. So All right, so we're just going to do, now we're going to play musical chairs here. Just keep talking, Art. Yeah, yeah, no problem. So uh, no, where was, is I? You here? Okay, go ahead. Okay? Anywhere is fine, Tom. <laughs> These are our guests, uh, I the Murrays. Yeah, Art Murray. Art Murray, yeah. yes. And my mom, Patty Murray. Patty, Patty Murray. Hi, Mom. You know, Patty Murray is a famous uh, or semi-famous, I don't know how you feel about that, but anyway. Senator, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, out in, in Washington, not California. But she's my, my sister who lives in Seattle, Her one of her senators. Yeah. Anyway, so when Tom finishes clanging, we'll, um, we'll, we'll go ahead and continue <laughs> like with the show. Yeah. All right, Nobody's so... taking you seriously. Anyway. All right, so you, you had... This dream yes. was this uh, was this like a long term thing? It was a lifetime. Mom's shaking her head that this was like a lifetime thing. He he does want to take credit, but this all started uh-huh. with Art. He came back from their honeymoon in Italy, and oh went gosh, out, <laughs> bought some good books, choice. Yes, and told his wife, "You're going to read these books, and I'm going to read these books, and one day uh, we're going to own a vineyard." Okay, and right. that was the start of it. Okay, so where were you? Let's let's go way back then. Where were you in Italy? Because we just came back from Italy a couple of months ago. So we honeymooned in Tuscany. Okay. And, you know, New Orleans is a wine town. I, I knew I liked wine, but yeah. I think it just the whole experience and the vineyards and we just, it just kind of took. And then um, my wife's brother was in California and he knew uh, I had the bug, and so he got us to come okay. out. He wanted a reason to get her out there, uh, and, and it all kind of went from there. Okay, so I was going to ask you if your wife was from here, so she's not. She's from Lake Charles. Oh, okay. So the here. brother's out there. They've moved out there. The I brother see. moved out there. I see. Okay. Um, we had we were in Venice a few months ago, and there was this couple. We were eating at this really highfalutin place that just got redone by, I want to say Philip Stark, uh, on the square, St. Mark's Square. And there was this we had We were on our way to the restaurant, and this couple was walking by and she was dressed in a gown as in ball gown and the husband was in a tuxedo and I thought oh boy I wonder if there's some sort of Venetian gala that we can't go to but I would love to you know kind of look at and they turn up at the same restaurant they're sitting at the next table and I hear them talking they're clearly American and so I don't have any problem talking to people so I said so you're you're you know you're one of us and I'm just one you know so what's what's your, then I didn't say what's your story, but so have you been here long? Apparently, they live they live in Florida, and they come to, they go to Venice every time their wine cellar empties. <laughs> their uh, their Amarone nuts. And they come. Amarone nuts. Those are uh, really <laughs> delicious. Yes, they I, grow. They grow there put a, near. In, in, put them on in, some outside uh, of Venice. Some, yeah, some chocolate. You know, and you. Anyway, they. Uh, they come. This is like a couple of times a year. They're they're really big drinkers because they went through a bunch of it while we were there, and they come every couple of months. They stay for two weeks. They they go to Venice, you know. Then they they get in a car and they drive to Verona and then just go around the Amarone vineyards and pick out their wine. Ah, Amarone. There's one. Yeah. I, that's. That's not even close to where you guys would operate, is it? No, no, no. 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 We are we are in Sonoma, 
Uh, but I will tell you that the story is the same, whether you're in Italy or the, the words that, that you want to hear as a winemaker are, I have a new cellar and I need to fill it. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 I bet and, it is. And we just love hearing that. It's just perfect. How big, is your, how big is your uh, vineyard? So our vineyard is 11 acres, six and a half planted. We have three acres of Cabernet and three and a half of Zen. So you'll be trying some of that today. Okay. So you, you've always wanted to have the vineyard. You go to Italy. Did you go to Italy to go to Italy, or did you go to Italy with an eye for looking at this wine thing? I had never been to Europe, and it was my first trip. Oh, so well, you kind of have to do that. My wife then. had been, and yes. she said you were going to love it. It yeah. had nothing to do with wine, but okay. seeing those vineyards just... Uh-huh. And so that, but but the the idea had been there before, right, Absolutely. Mom? Okay, the idea. Okay, so then that triggered it, and and there you are, off and yes, running. Yeah. And how many years was it from that trip to Italy that you opened so <laughs> in California? <laughs> oh my goodness, it was probably about five years before we kind of put it all to to, to plan. Uh, so yeah, it was it was, uh, you know, you have to one, you need the capital. Yes, uh, that and, is a big that's, one. <laughs> unfortunately, that's a big part of it. So I had to make some money. Uh, uh-huh. And then, of course, I brought my parents in. They were, like I said, crazy enough to jump in with us. And uh, we're 50-50 partners. And they're oh, just good. kind of helping to, to fuel the dream. So. Good. I love that. Do you have any other children? Oh, yeah. So you we, do? Okay. Yeah, we have three boys and one girl. Um, Got any go- pictures? <laughs> and, and we just had grandkids in town, so Tom's I still asked, in that mode. Because we do. Yes, but, but yeah. theirs are a little older. Yeah. Anyway, so um, you have you are, are they involved at all, or are they just watching uh, from the sidelines, going, "Gosh, no. uh, mom, you didn't do this for us." Well, they're kind of involved from the sidelines, but like my oldest son, who's not one of the partners, actually wrote the back label for the okay. wine. Uh-huh. And then our youngest son, who does not drink, help. He lives in California as well, and oh, he okay. helps Art with some of the tastings. And uh-huh. Art says he's a perfect employee because he works for free and he doesn't drink the products. So mm. That is a good employee. Well, yes. Well. Does he live nearby? He, he does. He lives, in, he lives in San Mateo. So, uh, okay. And I, interestingly, he works for my wife's brother, who oh. we've mentioned lives in California. You keep it all so in the family. So, in the family. okay, that's great. You know, uh, this is something that in all the years that I've been going to uh, wine country, uh, and it's not as lo- uh, as much as it used to be, but I sure remember it all. Uh, w- one of the things that uh, always kept looming up was the difference between Napa and Sonoma. And looking at you with your Sonoma wine here, or well, that's Sonoma. Mm-hmm. That's Sonoma. A- and y- yeah, I thought so. Wasn't it? I, uh, Dry Creek? Well, of course. Yeah, right. it just took me a second. Uh, but anyhow, the. Uh, to, to see that, that it's it's not a battle or anything like that, but it, you can get them going. So, well, you, oh. well, you can't drink that because <laughs> you know, who would want to? Or, you know, it's things like that. You know, that's actually funny that you said that. So uh, when people say wine country, they immediately say Napa. And, of course, right. there's the valley, Napa Valley, and then there's the town of Napa. So yeah. it gets really and the, confusing. And the, and the city. And and the, 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 exactly. So it, it, well, Napa probably is a city now. It, it is. It the is, last it, time we were there, it was 2004, so yeah. it's probably changed. A lot. So it's it's a little it, it's confusing, but the reality is that the only difference between Napa and Sonoma, in my opinion, is that there's a mountain range between us. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the, the climates are similar. It's just frankly, Napa has a bit more panache, and it has the the, the Battle of Paris and uh, you know uh, the Judgment of Paris and uh, a little bit more history. But frankly, I think 
Sonoma is making some beautiful wines, and, and Napa is as well. Is there room for anybody else out there who's thinking, well, if he did it, I can do it? I mean, is there? are you guys running out of land for uh, land people is, like you? Land is certainly in short supply, although uh-huh. Sonoma has some room to breathe. And yeah, to it seems like it Napa would. Napa doesn't really have yeah. much room. Uh-huh. Uh, no, it, it, anyone can do this, and frankly, if, you, if you're willing to start small, uh, start at a lower case count. Don't get too ambitious. Uh, work with some some growers and and, and and build your brand and build your your label and get a little bit of respect. People can do this. I mean, I've seen. I have friends that started in their garage or started in their bathroom and are now you know five thousand case brands and they're they're quite successful. What a so, thought. Yeah. Five thousand cases. How many do you do? We do fifteen hundred right now a year. Okay. Uh, so and and that's and that's frankly small. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. it, 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 you know, as compared, you know, some of the bigger brands, well, of are course, yeah. hundreds of thousands of sure. cases. But yeah. uh, but no, it's it's perfect for us. We're growing every year. We're growing about twenty five percent, and that's well, that's a case. fantastic yeah. growth rate, isn't We're it? Quite happy with that. Yeah, but, I would uh, imagine. Anything more, I think I would lose it, and and I think my family would lose it. So <laughs> I think you, you know, it's interesting too because you say, "Can anybody do it?" What surprised us was how supportive and helpful other people in the wine business are to newcomers. You think that uh, well, we are need, we're going to close the, the doors now. It's not like that at all. I mean, we have friends who've been very, very helpful to us um, that the kids have met Absolutely. through the school, and it's 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 very refreshing. Yeah, yeah, it's, well, it's kind of small townish in a way, isn't it? Yeah. It is. I mean, frankly, it is a small town. We yeah. live in a town called Healdsburg. It's it's uh, ten thousand people. Maybe. Is that the one that when you look at it, you think Haroldsburg? Uh, but it's you, pronounced Healdsburg. Okay. I did that when I first came. Okay. And they looked at me like I was crazy. <gasps> but uh, it's Healdsburg, and and it's a small Healdsburg. town. Okay. But it's what's great about it, it's a small town that all the San Francisco, the Bay Area people go visit. So you have amazing restaurants, beautiful wines. It's just a pretty little town that people just love, and we fell in love with it. That's one of the reasons mm-hmm. that we moved. Our program today is sponsored by, uh, well, let's see, our friends. Porter and Luke. Porter and Luke. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, Porter yeah. and Luke. Porter and Luke, uh, a couple of names. And uh, they have locked in on something I think is a great idea. And that is, if you and your kids are coming home from school, you can go over there and get any of a whole bunch of different items. It could be from anything like a hamburger uh, to club sandwich, best club sandwich, uh, I think. Really one, of, great. one of the best turtle soups around the city. You're not going to get your kids with that too easily, but it will get the parents. No, I don't think you are, And, no. the, and the, <laughs> the parents uh, will just, you know, park there and have a, ca- a cap of that. And then uh, you can make it all even more interesting when you see what kind of fish they have that day because uh, out there, you know, this New Orleans being with the seafood that we have here, uh, you can build quite a menu out of just the seafood, and we do that, or they do that, over at uh, Porter and Luke. Porter and Luke. Good pasta. And they would love to have you come in and take a look at uh, from the simple part of their menu, the uh, poor boys and uh, and the Plates. seafood platters and all the rest of it. And they're there now seven days a week. And guess what? Sunday brunch now available. That's a first for them. Very recently, and it. No, on this, uh, it, the menu is not just brunch because there are places that yeah. do just brunch, but you have the regular menu and then you have a brunch too. menu. Yeah. That's Porter and Luke, yeah. 1517 Metairie Road in Old Metairie. Tom has a thing where if someone is talking he's and he's decided, okay, you know what? I've My talked turn. enough. <laughs> this, is, this is the thing. I've got these callers and we're having a really good conversation. And then he comes in and goes, okay, well, thank you, so-and-so. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, uh, 260-6368 is the number. That's 260-MENU. If you would like mm-hmm. to talk to our guests, the Murrays. I do. Yes. I, and you know what it is? 
Hey, this is a, a, a funny little weirdo question. Uh, but every time I've noticed this, I've thought that had the same thought to my to, to myself. This is I I've had your wine before, but I couldn't remember. But then I found some in my notes, and I noticed that I made a comment to the effect that the that the bottle is so hefty. <laughs> I mean, it, that, I mean, you, you can yeah, almost you have to call for the uh, for the. Uh, it's, it's funny that you say that. Uh, uh, you Do know, you have here? You, you get you know get that. Uh, we, yeah. We, we have gotten a little feedback, pushback on it. Let me see. Let me let me yeah, feel please. it. Uh, it doesn't matter. Either one of them will work. Oh, Front. that is. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. That's uh, you know, you get you get your you hand truck out. out that. From oh a, my goodness. From a, a sales standpoint, from shipping standpoint, people, you know, yeah, it's it, it just adding a lot of weight. So frankly, in, in sixteen, while still keeping, but I would pretty, bet, guess it's sturdier too. It is for shipping. It, I, I've actually dropped one and it doesn't break. Yeah, I, I could believe I, that. I, it really? will break your foot, I, but it I will I not could break believe on. that. <laughs> now, why did you do that? Uh, we. So our first uh, vintage was 2014. We only had the cab, and I really wanted a bottle that kind of spoke to people. And so we, we, we did go for the heftier bottle a little bit more. It, you, you felt it's the gorgeous. But yeah. uh, in 16, we we kept the shoulders but reduced the weight a little bit. So it's still pretty, but maybe not quite so heavy. Yeah, the uh, shoulder in this one does go. look like it's a little heftier yeah, than so that the, one. Yeah, so the Zin that you're looking at, that's a much lighter bottle. It's about 660 milligrams, whereas that is over 1,000 milligrams. So it's beautiful. It's, uh, yeah. So what are we going to taste first? Yeah, I thought we'd start with the Chardonnay. Usually we start okay. with white. That's so classic. That's, that's hiding okay. in my bag here. Okay. Oh, all right. Uh, do you have different colors like the purple there? I mean, if it's... Yeah. Okay, so you do have you have sort of a Mardi Gras kind uh, of thing. Kind of, in fact, that was just sort of coincidental. Um, we <laughs> we we did green for the Chardonnay. We actually Show Marianne your caps. a rosé that uh, here are the capsules. Uh, okay. And we did a rosé that's gold. So we actually so just like a mom. Through, Go ahead. Through happenstance, we have. Uh, oh, those are great. Yeah, those are great. Purple, yeah. green, and gold. I like that. So, I love that. Uh, okay. We can relate to that. We yeah. are going to be back two six zero six three six eight. If you have a question about wine making if you have had a similar fantasy and want to talk about how to make it happen art is here he just did it five years ago that is kind of remarkable i have to say two six zero six three six eight uh you were listening to 105.3 h uh, food show yeah who is <laughs> yes you know it's funny that you say that we're going to talk about that off the air I, but that there are talk, other that yes. discovered over there in the wine country that there is another radio program that only does nothing but food every single day seven days a week Yes, but no, that's not. Is there one? No. All right, so you have poured us some Chardonnay. Actually, there is one. Is there? Yeah, KSFA. Okay. Out of out of I forget which 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 it's just about a mile away. Well, for sure, for sure. Yes, yes. But they only do like one day a week. I like the nose. Thank you. So yeah, just a bit about this wine. It's 100% French oak, but we do about 35% new oak. So it's it's going to have the oak flavor, that butter that you know on a Chardonnay, but maybe not be so much. What we're trying to do is have wines that are approachable uh, to even a new consumer who hasn't had uh, sometimes a really, really big Chardonnay with a lot of oak. People find that a little bit overpowering. So this is a little bit softer, and again, you still have that that taste and that profile, but it's not quite so much. Okay. After I'm going to tell you go. something that Pardon. you're going to think I'm saying because you're here. And then I'm going to tell you something after that that's going to prove that that's not true. Okay. okay? I like this. It's the only Chardonnay 
I like. I've, I've never liked a Chardonnay. So it must be that you're doing whatever it is that you're doing because I'm a Pinot Gris person, and I, generally speaking, do not like Chardonnays. I do like this, though. That's and why is that? Because uh, I think it's because again we do have the French oak. You're gonna taste. You're gonna taste, and, and and that oak imparts a lot of the oak flavor, but not quite so much because older oak, used oak, doesn't do so much of that. It's a little bit less. So if you can imagine, if if two thirds of your barrels are used oak, which don't impart as much of that oak flavor, it's gonna have more the mellow. Oak flavor from the new, but a little bit more mellow. And you're gonna get what we want is for you to taste that fruit. Uh, you lose that fruit when you're getting so much oak. So that's so what that, I don't like. I don't like the taste of oak. And I think okay. that's why you like Pinot Gris because because mm. you get a lot of fruit. Very tart. I like it. I do. I do too. But you know, as you were describing this wine a little, you know, a few minutes away before I rudely interrupted, uh, you uh, there was a thought that came to my mind. As I wrote two uh, two uh, uh, notes. notes. I'm his word yeah. fairy. Yeah. <laughs> notes. Uh, thick. It gave me this, that it was just lying there on my palate, and it was good. Yeah, it is good. It's it's good, and I don't usually like it. Elegant is a great word. We we even use that for our Zen. Most people don't think of Zen as elegant. I think what we're trying to do is hit you at all palate points. So you're going to get something on the front, the mid-palate, and then the finish. And you you get a good finish on this wine. Uh, And that's kind of hard to do when you're not putting a lot of oak on it. So it's been a, it's been a, I think a success, and we have a we have a great winemaker. To be clear, I'm not the person. I was about to say. Yeah. So you want to be a winemaker, <laughs> and you don't you don't yeah, uh, you don't grow your yet, own grapes, but... and you don't make your own wine. How do you find this magic person who is going to bring your vision to reality? How does that happen? Because yeah, they're all different. You know? all, there are some wonderful winemakers out there, and obviously, you can get one of the ones that was on the cover of Wine Spectator, and, and that's going to come at a price. Um, or you can look for people who have a good reputation, who are maybe an assistant winemaker somewhere, who want to start a new project and have their name on it as opposed to the the chief winemaker's name. And that's what we did. And frankly, it was serendipity. Ryan Pritchard, uh, who's now at Three Sticks, uh, excellent winemaker. But I, I kind of took a chance. We had a mutual friend, and, and he just absolutely nailed it. What he does is make the wine the frankly the way we 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 like it and i say because if worst case if no one drinks it i have to uh and 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 too bad we'll we'll tough it out Uh, uh, but he's he's fantastic and and he also i think frankly one thing he does is he lets the fruit be the fruit Mm -hmm. a lot of people want to drive a wine to a critic's palate uh maybe make it really big really tannic i like a wine that that frankly anyone can try and like no matter how much they an approachable wine. wine exactly Yes. Well, this is it. I like this. There's one other oddity. Oddity is probably a bad choice of words. But a difference. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm looking for. Uh, The color of this wine, it has moved a little bit into the green stage. And I know it. It probably yeah, I is think it's the, the fluorescent lighting. The, you know, fluorescent <laughs> you think it's what? Lights. I think it's the fluorescent lighting. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably it. But but there's a certain something about it, and there are dishes that I make at home that uh, have that same 
that same kind of cutoff there. I, I don't know how to explain it in any rational sort of way, but it, but it, it it's it's pleasing to the eye. That I can tell you. Yeah, yeah it is. Good. It is lighter. It's uh, frankly, it's the fruit. You're getting it from Sonoma Coast. Uh, you have cold nights there. It, it, San Giacomo family is where we source these grapes from. We can't make Chardonnay at our Dry Creek Vineyard, uh-huh. uh, so we source these from one of the oldest winemaking families in Sonoma, and they just have beautiful fruit. And mm-hmm. it does it does come out a little lighter. And of course, it depends on how long you leave it, you know, uh, in barrel, and there's other factors. But uh, people think it's pleasing to the eye and pleasing to the tongue. You so sold me. Yeah, yeah, thank you. All right, let's get to your biggies yeah. here. Oh, so or you, did I well, no, no, I just no. No, I want to ask one more question. So you are not growing any grapes on your property? No, that's incorrect. So we do have you uh, are growing the Zin comes completely from our property, okay. the Zinfandel. Okay. And one of our calves comes from our property. I have okay. We have two calves because we want... We do them in very different styles, and, and it's my favorite varietal. So, frankly, we want you to see how different it can be. Uh-huh. Um, and they skew. One skews a lot redder, a lot more like a left bank Bordeaux. The other is more like a California cab. It's dark fruit, blackberries. You'll, you'll see. We'll, 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 we'll go okay. for a little run. Okay. Should we? Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm dump? not much of a drinker, so I don't really know how this works so well. Uh, if we could so should we? Yeah, okay, so we are going to dump. I didn't want to dump it. Or we can drink it. I thought it would be rude. Uh, we we just I drink only it. had just a little bit. So, yeah. I, I, think I have to say, my son doesn't take enough credit because when we bought the property, it was all planted in Zinfandel, old vine Zinfandel. Uh-huh. And, you know, he we, we were thinking five or six years down the line, but he was thinking we're going to do this right away. And he had our some of our Zinfandel tea budded with Cabernet stock because that's what he always wanted mm. to do. Okay, what does tea bud mean? Explain to okay. you, <laughs> Just putting me on the spot. Uh, simply, you, you can graft any bud, in this case Cabernet, to an existing rootstock. So we use the Zinfandel root uh, and put a cab bud, and you just graft it. It's literally, uh, I wish I could show you a video, but it's, it, it's, it's just amazing. you slice down the middle of the root, you put the bud in, you close it up, tape it up, and, and ultimately you get, a, you get a Cabernet bud, you get a Cabernet vine. Uh, it saves you. Does a, it take over the other thing, or does it blend? No, no. It, 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 frankly, it has no characteristics of the Zen. But I do believe, and there's no there's no science behind this, at least that I know of, that the Zen vine, because it is particularly hardy, I think actually kind of gives it uh, a little bit of something extra. But mm-hmm. I can't prove that, and it's probably not true. So basically, <laughs> you just sort of hijacked these Zen vines mm-hmm. and made them something else. And the reason you do that is you save Time. at least a year mm-hmm. because you've got an existing vine as opposed to trying to start from scratch if that makes sense no it does it does it sounds sort of sad for the zen vine but well we kept well, it. we kept it we kept some the, the nice thing about uh, zinfandel <laughs> is that it has had a long long lifespan uh, these are varieties of grapes that uh, were not originally from this area by no. a long shot and a lot of it was not even from this continent Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's correct. It was uh, Serbia and Croatia is where the primitive oh, the, the primitivo <laughs> grapes no, I'm started. Ca- I'm not. I'm dead serious. Yeah. Uh, some of our fa- favorite friends are itches and, and really. Yeah, well, to quote uh, one of my favorite, no, I better not quote that thing. That Tom, <laughs> Tommy Satanovic, uh, who is one of the great restaurateurs of our city, uh, he says, you know, it's uh, it just uh, it comes down to. Uh, no, I'm not, I can't do this. <laughs> I like this a lot too. <laughs> so, but, so the, the quote. No, I don't oh, know yeah. what you're talking uh, about. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Zen, I, I'll tell you, when we first moved to, to California, one of the reasons yeah. I grabbed it over is I, I didn't know or respect Zen. I didn't, I didn't know it to be a really beautiful grape, I think, because there was the stigma of the box wine and the uh, – you, you, you know the history of the white Zens and 
Uh, or maybe no, nothing. Okay. Well, <laughs> knowing nothing, I will tell you that there was a bit of a stigma. In fact, that there still is, but it's growing. People are realizing that Zen is a beautiful, a beautiful grape. What we did in our case is I find when I when I try Zins, they can either be very jammy or very peppery. It is a fruit forward grape, um, and sometimes people they put a lot of oak on it and they get it. It gets a little peppery. This, I think, because we use a lot of new French oak, and a lot of people don't do that. There's a, an expense component to that. We do that because it mellows it out, and frankly, I think it makes it really elegant, and it walks that line between the jam and the pepper, if that makes sense. I, I get more pepper out of this than jam. Is you, that right? I'm asking right. you if that's right because no, I you, don't know anything. So, no, you got it. Okay. Uh, a little bit more pepper than you will. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Um, and so when you are doing this, and do you do you taste and then tell your winemaker no, I uh, want more fill in the blank. Yeah, the most fun part of our job is when we do blending trials. So uh-huh, that's, uh, what that's called a blending exactly. trial. Exactly. So okay. and it looks like a, a chemistry set. Uh-huh, we have, I'll bet, we have, I'll bet we have bottles and uh-huh. pulls from different barrels and and frankly, you know, there may be a barrel that just doesn't work in combination, and we put all that time and effort into it, but because we want to make the best wine possible, that barrel goes goes away. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and it's unfortunate, but you're doing these combinations and you want to have the, the best combination possible. Mm-hmm. So it is fun. You get to try a lot of wine. At the end of the day, it's a little nerve-wracking because uh, what you're tasting then is going to be different, and you have to kind of visualize where it's going to end up. And I think in this case, uh, I think I think he really nailed it. Um, Do you ever have a moment where you go, oh, gosh, how could I get it so wrong? Uh, not yet, and I'm just knocking on wood. As oh, you talk. haven't. You uh, haven't. Well, I, the first I, year we well, our grapes were not right the first year, right? Our that is correct. And two, so we did have a 2013 that we were trying to do from that grafting, right. and it the first year after the first so the second year after a graft is going to be a little iffy anyway, mm-hmm. and we just didn't like where it was, so we just we we bulked it out and we said okay, we'll try next year. So I guess that's that's true. That, what does bulking it out mean? Is that just uh, cut it out? So or? what you do is you would sell those grapes or you would sell the juice that you made from those grapes to someone else. You you wanted to know who makes wine uh, and how they do it without grapes. There's an example. Uh, you may have grapes that don't work for your program, but that somebody who wants a ton of grapes and they they don't have land they can get those grapes and do something small on their you know on their property and in their garage or wherever it's such a fascinating i mean i don't even drink it's okay endless. it's you such a fascinating yeah. endless world it I, really is. I, I really and i hope i'm not dominating I, I could talk forever i just enjoy it i'm also a lawyer and you'll never see me talk like this about law but i will sit here and talk forever about wine. I enjoy it. Do you know how many lawyers there are just like that? Do you know how many lawyers are running restaurants? I know you do because you ran one too. Uh, I, 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 was, I was the silent, silent partner in, in that operation. Oh. But yes, I, I enjoyed the heck out of that too. Uh, yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of lawyers that, you know, I don't want to do this. I, you know, I'm going to do something else. And it's a lot of food and wine people. Well, he still has to do the law. That's how he can afford to do the wine. Oh, are you still practicing? You, you oh, oh yes. really? Yeah. I, do it, I do it remote, so it's really interesting. Oh, but, wait, you do uh, it here? Uh, well, I do emails, phone calls, and a lot of travel. So, uh, yeah. No, so your business, like your law business is still here. Correct. Oh, and the family's still, still my, my whole family's in it, and they still expect me to show up for work, so to speak. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, 
How did you have time to have four children? Two six zero. We'll let you no, ponder that one. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. That's two six zero menu. We have the Murrays in the studio, Patty Murray and her son Art, who are here for his daughter's wedding, and you you just wouldn't believe that if you saw it. But anyway, two six zero six three six eight. They are the owners of Flambeau Winery appropriately Ooh. named with the New Orleans yep. connection and the wine bottles kind of reflect that. Yes, 260-6368-WWL-FM-HD2-105.3. Oh, we'll be back. 6368, we have the Murrays in the studio. We have Pat and his mother, Patty. And I assume that they are... Why am I calling you Pat? Art. Art and Patty. But first, let's tell you about Porter and Luke. Porter and Luke, Luke, wonderful comfort food in Metairie. Great fried chicken. You know, uh, what's the story on the fried chicken? It's it's like your mama did it. Fried Fried chicken. chicken. Uh Also, they have Mm -hmm. a hollowed out ponade eggplant filled with Mm -hmm. seafood dressing served over angel hair creamy pasta. Mm -hmm. You're back in Nolens. You know, (laughs) that's the way we eat. My daughter-in-law, who is a native Californian, was here just over the weekend. And... um, we got to her. She ordered some buffalo chicken wings. It was it was shocking because she eats kale all the time. So um, that's how we shame. eat here, kale. and uh, and that's a good one too. Okay, they have a great club uh, sandwich there. It's like my favorite in town. Good fresh cut chips, red beans and rice with a ham shank, a pork chop, sausage. They have great turtle soup. Pasta dishes of all kinds, good meatballs and spaghetti. They have a great triple wedge salad, which is pretty much half an iceberg lettuce cut into threes. One of them has crab meat rabagat on top. One has shrimp remoulade. And the third has fried oysters. Mm. And it's good. It doesn't just sound good. It is good. It's Porter and Luke. Great servers. It's just a real comfort food kind of place. Go on over there and see them. Porter and Luke. 1517 Metairie Road, now open and for Sunday brunch. Sunday brunch every Sunday, night. Every Sunday. Saturday every Sunday. Sunday. Every Sunday. Yes, Sunday brunch. Yeah, not bad. All right, so we have the Murrays here with their Flambeau, spelled, you know the way, Flambeau uh, Winery and their wines. They've brought four of them here. And we've tasted the Chardonnay already and the Zinfandel, yep. right? Okay, sure. so let's let's try one of these dark sure. ones. The bottles are gorgeous, I have to say. Did someone design them for you? Tell yeah. me the story about yes. the label. So, uh, well, the label. You guys are, have a lot of stories. We, we don't have enough story, time for I'm all sorry. your stories. I'll, I'll give you the short version. The short version is that we wanted a label that looked like it could have been around forever, mm-hmm. but that did have a modern feel, so it's embossed. It kind of pops out. I don't know if you feel that. Um, and it's it's so it's home. Flambeau is oh, so a there's an home. actual Flambeau. Yeah, yeah. On and it. so he's uh, he's kind of our our tribute to How home. How many questions do you get about that? A lot. <laughs> uh, but the great thing is, all you have to say is, well, it's a little bit of Mardi Gras, and everyone knows Mardi yeah. Gras, and they all love it. So it's never uh-huh. it doesn't you can just take the conversation right to New Orleans, which is fun. Yep. And it's you know, heck, it's, you can get it closer than that. Uh, there's a, 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 a thing on my uh, my uh, bedroom door that says 
Boudreaux room. No, not the Boudreaux room. What's the Flambeau name? Room. Flambeau room. Flambeau room. Yes. Flambeau room. Yes. And uh, from the old UNO days. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, well, that Flambeau is a big. It's a. It's a big room, concept. It has a story behind it, and that yes. is the first restaurant I ever uh, reviewed. The Flambeau room. Yeah. Also called the Flambeau room, yeah. and I didn't even know that at the time. Yeah. <clears throat> but so, a Flambeau is <laughs> such a unique. It's such a yeah. unique thing, and I would think in a place like California, people would go. They, they're what always they're always very that? interested. They want to understand. And you know, uh-huh. if you explain to them, it was before there were street lights, and these guys were kind of how you lit the way. But then at some point, they became a part of the show, and and so we we kept yeah, them absolutely. When we oh, I mean, lights. it's hip to be a flambeau sure. carrier oh, now. It is. Gorgeous. I mean, it really is. Okay, well, if you say, if you say it that way, then it's a oh, okay. Oh, I'll go with that anyway. So we're gonna start with the Sonoma Valley Cabernet. Oh. I have a, an event tonight where I'm going to be drinking a lot of rosé, oh, yeah. so don't have me drunk before I go. What? We, I was going to say, uh, Art actually is saving his favorite for last. Okay. All right. Well, I tell you what. I, uh, Tom can attest to this. I am not a drinker. I have liked all of these okay. so far, or and, both of these so far. And we actually have a rosé that he did not bring, but it's very interesting because I'm not a rosé drinker, and I, I really love enjoy rose. it. I love rosé. This is, this is really I love rosé, and I, and, I, and I hate to say that that's, that's really in because I just don't want to be Instagramming and all that. But um, but I love rosé, and it's, it's so hot yeah. right now. Oh. And I don't mean hot as in, it, but it's hot, you know. Mm. Rosé is really hot. And um, I love rosé champagne more than anything else. Mm. It's so good. Okay, tell us about this so one. So Cabernet is my favorite grape, just unequivocally. Uh, but one of the things about Cabernet is it, it, it it's a big fruit, lots of tannins naturally, and then when you put it on oak, it, it's a complex grape, exactly. Uh, so we wanted to do it two ways. The one you're tasting right now, the Sonoma Valley, is 100% French oak. Very tannin, is it? Yeah, and so French oak, because it's a little bit tighter grain, it's going to get a little less oxygen during aging, it's going to have more tannins. Uh, and it, it, Look know, at me, I'm, uh, I'm you, three you for it. three. You nailed it. So far, you're, you're just on it. Uh, so in this case, this one's going to be a little bit more tannic. But it's, it's very also, tannic. It's a mountain fruit. This is Moon Mountain. So cold nights, think about it. When it gets cold, the grape is going to defend itself. It, it smells like a cold night. Thicker skin, very concentrated fruit. You're sacrificing yield for quality, I think. Mm-hmm. And in this case, so you're going to get dark fruit. And Tell me what you think. I like it. It's very tannin, though. I confess, cabs are not my thing. Okay. Well, I'm watch, not, I'm not really into tannin, okay? Oh, I'm interested for you to see the next one. Okay. Is it? Is, are we going up or down? We're going to go a little less tannic. So um, the reason that this one is a little less tannic, first of all, Dry Creek Valley makes beautiful Cabernet. It's not known for that. It's known for Zen. But uh, it's a little bit more work to get that fruit to be what you want. You have to sacrifice yield again. But what you get is a beautiful fruit. We do this on 60% American oak, 40% French. So if you think about it, American oak's a little bit looser grain, a little bit more oxygen, a little bit less tannins. So it's a little smoother. Well, it's newer growth, right? Well, that, it, that's certainly, it's coming, from, it's coming from Minnesota, you know, these white oak forests. It's, it's just, you'll see, it's, it's going to let a little bit more oxygen during aging. So it's a little smoother. The reason some people don't like American oak is that it can re- be very oaky. Uh, so when, and I'm not single anybody out, but silver oak is 100% American oak. I love it, uh, but it does have a lot of oak flavor. We went 60% American, 40% French, so you're a little bit of a balancing act. And I think uh, we'll, we'll try it next. So I'm see starting what, to sweat. Little... Is that a bad thing? Uh, <laughs> you get, you get a, a certain amount of, uh, of uh, well, you mentioned the tannin already, but uh, this is 
more complexity and more uh, taking a bite out of it. And I don't know what. what <laughs> I was about to say, is, is that your idea is, to get uh, some more? We okay, celebrated some... our thirtieth anniversary not too long ago. I whipped out the last bottle I had of a, a wine that made with a, just some generic California Cabernet, but with a, everything you want to know about it. And we every every uh, anniversary we pulled some of this out and. Was this that the year, last one? That was the last one, right? One but that was, was a white, wasn't last. it? Or was it a cab? Huh? It was a cab? It was a cab. Okay. Yeah. And and that's it. But it the fact that it lasted as long as it did mm-hmm. just blows my yeah, mind. Yeah, it ages it does very it. well. You know, somebody somebody told me there was a study that um, Americans, they just, we, we, we want to drink wine. We don't want to wait. We're not patient people. So We're not. like 80% of the wine purchased by Americans uh, is consumed in the first six months. The people just are not patient. So we wanted a wine that you could have now and would be great. Uh-huh. But that you could also have down the road would be even better. Um, mm-hmm. And that's the theory. Yeah. Especially the ones in the 595 uh, category. What do these sell for, by the way? Uh, both of the Cabernets are 60, 60, and then the Zinfandel is 40, 40, and the Chardonnay is 50, 50. Okay, that's kind of expensive for a bottle of wine, isn't it? So we're talking higher-end stuff here. But okay. compared to the It wine, tastes it, though. It yeah, does. The wines that rate get the same sort of rating that we do are usually over well over 100, some of them over 200. That's who we're competing against okay. when we have won gold medals. Okay. So it's a real bargain <laughs> if you like that you kind of wine. Because these taste know. like expensive <laughs> wines. They do. You know, I'm not you, surprised to hear you say that. You probably don't want to know how we price our wines because it's, it's, it's so no, unscientific. <laughs> it's simply what we think that the Valley, Sonoma County, can justify because, frankly, we're not making money at these prices. We want people to be able to try these wines and enjoy them. And so we're, we're, we're going at a price point that we think that people, the top-end Sonoma wines, can be sold for. So is this one of mine? That's yours. Oh, this is a rude question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So, are you making money in the wine business, or are you just bleeding money in the wine business and making your money as an attorney? We are absolutely not making money. Okay. Uh, And and, and let me let me let me explain. Okay. The goal is one day to make money. I was about to say, Uh, do you plan on making money at some point? Yeah. How about one day? Uh, No, we we really do plan to make money. the reality is... I mean, you, is that a realistic thing? You absolutely. will make money at some point? Uh, absolutely. How does that turn around? Uh, well, for, to begin with, you start with three years that are dead years, right? You, you, okay. You, you harvest the grapes in 14. You have them in barrels for two years, and then you have to have them in bottle for a full year. That's three years before you can even start selling. So while our uh, 14's been around since 14, uh-huh. we haven't we couldn't start selling it until 17. See. Okay. So you'll catch up eventually. Uh, uh-huh. Also, you need momentum in people... To Talking like about the wine. It. right, yeah, uh, and so that just takes time. Okay, we need to take another break. Do you, are you? Are you? When do you have to go to your event? Uh, you have to leave. I, what time do you have to leave? We 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 can stay as long as you'd like. Yeah, I was but, only planning but, on you staying for an hour, but you're really interesting, so I'd like to keep you if you would. We'll, if you, we'll stay yeah, a and I may have. I'm having fun. Today? I, I know how to walk down an aisle. That's what I told myself. So we don't really need to rehearse. I, 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 I mean, if, if they need me, to, I, I'm going to be on it, and they'll tell me what to do. And well, well you spend all say. of your life going back and forth anyway. Say, I'll be right there, Mom. I'll be right there. I mean, if you're you know, working here as an attorney and there as a winemaker, oh, my gosh. What you need to is to make enough money to get yourself a private plane. That's what you well. need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Two six zero six three six eight. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be here with you.
We are back. Two six zero. We are back. It's the food show. Is there something wrong? No. Did I? No. (laughs) Go ahead. Huh? That's it. That's it. I I had to do my little. I mean, it is his show. All right, we are talking to the Murrays, uh, who own Flambeau Winery, and um, everything about this wine is um, beautiful, classy, uh, high-end, it is. It looks that way with the bottle. The colors are that way. I mean, it's not Mardi Gras. It's glamorous Mardi Gras. And uh, and they taste really good. And I don't, as you That's all know, one. I don't really drink. So I've liked them all. All right. So you said you want to do this on the air. So let's yeah. do the last one. What do, what do you so want to tell me about the, this? This is a dry creek. This is our property. now. Okay. So this is on. You're growing these is, grapes. You can look out our window and see these I, Are these the grapes that hijacked the poor Zinfandel? Uh, they did. They okay. did. They, but the right. Zinfandel, they get along now. Okay. They, they talk. It's all fine. Uh, <laughs> That's this, good to hear. <laughs> but I think you're going to like this one. You said you like them a little less tannic. Okay. This wine, go ahead, get the nose first. I want you to smell it. You know, there's not much of a nose. Uh, well, maybe it's your glass. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you did you buy that? Uh, you should get a lot of nose. I want to see. What's really? Happening. Now, I I get less nose out of this than of any of the ones that we've had so far. Now, maybe it's that there's so much other stuff in there. Now, we should have dried it out a little bit more. You think? We have been working with with interesting glasses and process. But, <laughs> but uh, should but, I have told you no, to bring your no, own glasses? No, no, I don't no, pay okay. any attention okay. to this, so I just uh, saw no. glasses. All right, okay, so we she got, gets we got she glasses. gets she gets no nose. All right, let's try the I actual said, taste. Okay. Let's see what you do. I get no taste. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 I'm leaving. I'm leaving. That's it. We're out of no, here. I, had, I, was, I was ready to give you that. All right, let's see. It's, I think it's way less tannin. It's, it's way less tannin. Exactly. Yes, it's way so less you, tannin. You said you like them a little less tannic. I do. Uh, I like this one a lot. I like it better than the last one. It's definitely less tannin. I I taste more of the of the wine. I think well, I mean, and know less what, of the tannin. What you're getting is Dry Creek is so. If you look at our property, it is red clay, so iron rich, mineral rich property. So you get a lot of that minerality. And the reason we want the the American yeah, oak on it that. is the tannins can dominate, and you miss that. Yeah. Uh, so here you're getting to taste it. I think it's it reminds me of a left bank Bordeaux. These, these, these French wines that skew very red, raspberries, not blackberries, not dark fruit. It's a little bit lighter. I love raspberries. You taste the vegetation. Uh, so I, yes. I think it's really good. Yes, I definitely think that you can taste more of the fruit and less of the tannin yeah. in this wine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do. I definitely like it better than the last one. I'm trying to think of which one. I think I like the second one the best. Was you that the Zin? Was, was the that the Zin? Yeah. Yeah. But I also really liked the Chardonnay, which is incredibly unusual for me. I mean, if someone says Chardonnay, I go... Get that out of here. My favorite thing to hear is that you like it. And, yeah. and, and, you know, everybody's a little different. And, again, that's why we have the multiple varietals. Um, but I think. Is this it? Is this your line for or do you have more? Well, there's, the <laughs> there's more coming. Uh, so Except we have, for the rosé. You forgot the rosé. Well, we, we didn't bring the rosé. I, well, I only told you to bring two or three. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it's been over, incredibly generous my, right I here. I my hand. As no, a, no, I love uh, it. No, we have a rosé. I'm glad we, you did. Which is actually an interesting. So you talk about those two, those two varietals on our property. It's both Zin and Cab. Uh, and a rosé. It's ah. very, it's, so it's, 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 it's not like your typical rosé. It's not very sweet. It's I'm sure drier. it's not because these are not uh, your typical anything yeah. else. I mean, so, this is a very nice wine. Thank you very much. I mean, I would never, 
I would never spend $60 on a bottle of wine because and that's not even a high-priced wine. But I, I might consider that. If we can you know? convert you, we're happy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would consider that with this. I really would. And that's that's not something you would hear me say. Because I'm, I'm just not a drinker. You know, I'm just not a drinker. It, you know what? If, if, if nothing else, we like to think of it as a wine that brings people together. It doesn't require a meal. It doesn't have to be paired with something. You can have these wines with your friends, buy a fireplace, yeah. by themselves. So we think of it as sort of a... A uniting wine. No, it's it's definitely it's really really it's nice. It's also a, a a wine tasting kind of wine. It definitely. I, it, 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 what turned me on to wine a long long time ago was going to wine tastings, and it, it just because of the not just the goodness of the wines, but also the camaraderie of people that you meet. And, yeah. And and uh, that always was was very appealing to me. And the better and more interesting and more complex a wine is, the more conversation you get out of it, and the better evening you get out of it and so it people, always is nice you know it's fun i love doing tastings and people love a good story and so when you tell them this you're story, gonna have to hold that one okay wow. <laughs> we're gonna be stay back tuned. at the top of the hour so stay tuned it's for art story show. remember that story we have art and patty murray in here they own flambeau winery and their oh, connection yeah. goes way back in this city so we'll be back to talk to them a little bit more they're too interesting to let go now you're listening to 105.3 fm hd2 kenner new orleans where the news is next over most of these same frequencies from cbs the columbia broadcasting system <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.